Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes, where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert, two longtime music industry pros, discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you need to succeed in this Weeklypodcast.com. Subscribe on YouTube, follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Welcome back to another episode of Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Jay Gilbert. Mike Brandvold's out today, um, but we have a great guest. Uh, We have the CEO of Rise, and he's going to tell us all about this great platform that they have. But before we get started, uh, let's thank our sponsors really quickly. We want to thank Banzoogle, built by musicians for musicians. Banzoogle is an all-in-one platform, makes it super easy to build a beautiful website and EPK for your music. Banzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of musicians around the world, from weekend warriors to Grammy winners. All the features you need for a professional website, everything's already built in, like hosting and a custom domain name, dozens of fully customizable design templates, tools to sell your music and merch commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, social media integrations and live support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. Music Biz Weekly podcast listeners can go to bandzoogle.com Try it for free for 30 days. Just use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY. Uh, That'll get you 15% off your first year of any subscription. Um, We'd also like to thank Disc Makers. We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's independent musician. Digital royalty payments are so small that selling CDs, vinyl, T-shirts at gigs has become an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you'd need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money. And that is a lot of streams. So our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even t-shirts. We've got a special offer for you. You can get free shipping on CD orders of 100 or more from Disc Makers. Just use the code FREEBIZ, one word, FREEBIZ, and that'll get you up to $150. So, um, before we start this uh, great interview today with uh, Tim Jack from Rise, um, I want to encourage you to go over to the Bands in Town artist community, drop by and leave comments, engage in conversation. That's at bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com. Super simple. So without further ado, here's our chat with Tim Jack. Let it roll. Today, we're joined by Tim Jack, CEO of Rise, a really cool uh, platform for growing your fan base. I think, uh, Tim, correct me if I'm wrong, it's Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, and then you added TikTok. Is that right? That is exactly correct. Well, tell us, uh, first of all, this platform is basically, it's it's targeted advertising that's done in in a way that helps you to grow your audience and grow your listeners and followers, right? Tell tell us a little bit about that. So I think we all know that uh, at, at this point in, in digital marketing and advertising, uh, the ad dollars are typically going to end up in the hands of the major platforms, you know, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Google. TikTok, et cetera. Yeah. Um, of course. So, um, I think really the problem comes down to a couple things. You know, what are your advertising skills? First of all, do you have the type 
of time on your hands to become an expert. And it does take a lot of time and it does take a lot of money to experiment, to get good with your advertising skills. How much free time do you have to invest in running marketing campaigns? If, if you have that kind of time, great. A lot of people don't. A lot of people want to focus on, on creating music. Um, and then three, and maybe most importantly, uh, what are the results? And so, you know, if you look at what you can get when you spend a dollar, uh, no matter what that is, um, everybody's results are going to be different. Some people are going to be very efficient and successful and other people are not. Um, Rise is really um, a solution to check all of those boxes. We have worked very hard and invested a lot of time and money and effort into creating a platform that makes it extremely easy and fast to set up campaigns. So it saves a lot of time, but also guarantees results on all the platforms that I just mentioned and you just mentioned uh, to make sure that if you are going to be putting in money, you're getting a reliable, consistent result every single time. Yeah. So that's really the two second foundation of what, yeah. what goals we're trying to achieve for people. Yeah. And I was watching a video on your website once and it talked about an internal audience that you have of, I think it was like a million people or something. Can you talk a little mm -hmm. bit about what's that internal audience that's referenced? Yeah. So we've found it just as important um, as a company. What we want to do is create a place for people to discover music on the other side, not just a place for artists to promote the music. Um, so we've we've gone through different iterations over the years of working on this, um, where we first developed a conversational kind of message-based, uh, you know, AI, you could call it. I, I mm -hmm. think a more simple way to look at it was more of like a, a music recommendation, you know, uh, assistant in your pocket, you know, that could text you new music recommendations. We built that first on Facebook Messenger, which is very interactive. Um, and at the time that we built it, it was extremely popular and really well used. Um, and we did build um, hundreds of thousands of subscribers there originally. Um, and we were making music recommendations to listeners that way. We would be able to ask them questions about what moods they were in, what types of music they liked or didn't like, um, you know, what, what kind of... Uh, what kind of curation are they interested in receiving if they didn't have to really think about it? Um, so we we worked on that and then that got pretty popular. At the same time, we started building a playlist network in-house of our own playlists uh, from the ground up. And so a, a combination of these things uh, did in, indeed build lots of subscribers. Um, and then in the most uh, recent product, we have rebranded and built out it's called tout t-o-u-t um, and the website for that is on tout.com and so what we've done is is expanded upon um, our initial learnings from that app and we've built um, a, a music recommendation app that connects directly to spotify api and um, it's a very fun fast and easy way for people to listen to and discover new artists and most importantly in in the promotional aspect of their conversation um, when there are uh, artists that rise are promoting in, in that system, we make sure that the listener gets a chance to, to hear the music. So there's a 30 second preview. If they do not like it, they can skip that song. And if they, and, and trust me, people skip a lot of songs uh, when they do like it, it's a true indication that they actually heard that song and that there's a genuine interest there. And we're very clear, um, you know, with the double opt-in to say, hey, you know, by liking this artist, this is kind of what is happening here. 
And, um, and so by the time that happens, people are the listener side, people are very interested. Um, so what we've tried to do is, is make it easy for people to discover music and fun. And, and so we do that through our playlist network on, on Spotify, both in-house and operated. We also have some partnerships with a lot of other, uh, playlist curators and brands as well. Um, and then between those two things, yeah, there's well over, um, I want to say over 1.1 or 1.2 million listeners nice. uh, subscribed or following at this point. Nice. There's a, a really great quote that I cite a lot from uh, Jonathan Daniel from Crush. And, and it's, you know, you give me a, a great song and my job is easy. You give me a good song and my job is impossible. Right. Because there's so much, you know, we've been reading in the last week that there's uh, roughly 100,000 tracks on average uploaded every day. And there's, you know, Apple just announced there's 100 million tracks on the platform. It's like drinking from a fire hose. How how do you if you have great music and you're using Rise, how, how do you use that to rise above the clutter, so to speak? So I think what's really important to say is our company and our platform is not designed to make unrealistic promises or things that are just uh, impossible to achieve realistically. Um, So we never say like, you know, Hey, come onto the platform and spend money. You're going to become famous or you're going to go viral or every time you run a campaign that it's going to just crush the algorithm and just do so well. (laughs) Um, And, and, you know, there are absolutely circumstances where we've seen those types of things happen, but they're, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of chance and good music or great yeah. music, as you would say, and, and, yeah. and luck, that kind of thing. Um, I, I think the best way to look at, at rise in, in terms of rising above other people is that this is a really important tool in, in the grand scheme of marketing. And so, um, for, first of all, I'm a big believer that you need to have some type of initial, foundation. I mean, that could be even low hundreds uh, of people. I I don't want to put a specific number on it, but you need some kind of real, some group of people that's interested in your stuff that, you know, is going to go on and and listen on Spotify or or check out your video on YouTube, leave a comment, you know, like the song on Spotify. You just need something. Right. And I think once once you get something up there and then it's like, okay, well now we know that there's at least some small group of people that like our music. Um, then now we could put money into that. And I think yeah. Rise is a really good way to kind of take something that's already there and then and then add fuel to that fire. So um, in a more um, clean example, yeah. if you have uh, you know 10,000 monthly listeners, uh, it makes sense to uh, run a conversions campaign on Rise, which helps you guarantee uh, follower growth and get those people to save a song that's being promoted. And then uh, they're also opting into pre-save future releases that you promote through Rise. Um, and then we recommend an exposure campaign at the same time uh, where actually when the song releases, cause you couldn't run that until it's out. Um, and then those two things, what they do is they increase, well, they, they do get direct listenership and discovery of course, but in the bigger picture to rise above the rest, it does increase the chances that it's going to satisfy what the algorithm is looking for, right? And help push that song further. Yeah. Um, a lot of people get this mentality like, well, I'm just going to wait until I have one really a 
in my in their opinion amazing song i'm going to put a big budget into that and just try it out on rise and see what happens um what i see to and what our team sees to be the most effective thing is just nominal campaigns like put in a little bit into every release that you have and have a steady stream of traffic even if it's not a huge number of, of new listeners and people discovering that music every time but it's consistent yeah and it grows over time yeah and people are releasing music monthly sometimes even a couple times a month these days uh kind of like you're saying there's such a huge number that consistency over time um i think all of these social platforms algorithms kind of reward consistency and frequency I think that's right yeah if you're if you're on it constantly that's really what we recommend so um, that's kind of how we recommend kind of rising above the rest. And over time, yeah. um, that, especially on the Spotify conversion side, that, um, that audience is built in, their retargeting is stronger. So we're put, putting new music in front of the same people multiple times now over the course of a longer period of time after they've seen that a number of times, it's a very warm audience. Um, yeah. So there's a, there's a lot to unpack there, but no, in I short, yeah, I agree with you a lot. I, I think that consistency, whether it's with, you know, advertising, whether it's publicity, whether it's, you know, socials, whether it's digital service for all across the board, that's one of the only things that I've seen has been effective at growing your base, right? That consistency that you just mentioned. I, I think that's really important. You mentioned a couple of campaigns on the Spotify side, the conversion mm -hmm. and the exposure. You also have one for playlist growth. Um, I'd like to talk about those, but you've you've also got. I was I was looking at the different programs uh, on your website, and I saw the one uh, for YouTube. You have Discover and In Stream, and then for Instagram, you have Profile Visit and Engagement. Can you talk mm -hmm. about the differences between some of those campaigns? Yeah. So on on all of these, they have different things to optimize for. In other words, the goal of the campaign. Um, what is that goal? So um, to just do a, if you'd like, I could just do a very fast breakdown of. of yeah, yeah, said. yeah. Take your time. Yeah, sure. So on Spotify, um, there are three campaign types, like you said, conversions, and the goal of that uh, campaign is to is to basically get people to follow you on Spotify, save or pre-save the promoted song that's being featured in that. Um, and then get them to opt in to pre-save future songs uh, that you have a conversion campaign for. Okay. Um, so I, I like to say those are lower quantities of higher value actions is the way I usually like to describe that. Um, so that's the conversions part. Um, exposure is designed, the goal is designed to satisfy more of the, the engagement and streaming aspect of a song that's already released or especially a, a brand new release. Um, so those are going to be powered by social ads. And our goal is to direct people to listen to that song right away. So you're not going to see as much liking the song, saving the songs and follows, but uh, we, what we can, we never break the terms of service of any platform. So um, of course, we're not going to be in a position where we're going to be guaranteeing streams or things uh, that you really shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. But what we can guarantee are what we like to call engagements, which are swipe ups or clicks to continue listening to that song. So if you're in a social ad, you hear that song and there's a call to action that says to listen to the rest of that song and more songs like it, swipe up. Um, that is driving traffic directly to go listen to that song. You know, We can't guarantee that that person finished listening to the song, but we know that they saw an ad, heard the song and, and then wanted to hear more. So they were able to 
have that engagement, which we can guarantee, that typically does uh, directly result in streaming growth, which is exactly what we're looking for. Sure. So that's our exposure campaign. Playlist yeah. growth, I'm glad you mentioned this. It's really um, uh, a unique campaign type um, because people have found such different purposes for this. Um, it is exactly what it sounds like. The goal is actually to grow a playlist that you own and operate yourself. So um, a lot of brands, a lot of record labels, a lot of curators, influencers, um, and frankly, even a lot of artists themselves uh, own and, and operate their own playlists and curate those. So this is uh, in the same way that we could guarantee follower growth for an artist. We do that to grow playlists. And uh, right now, I would say the the majority of what we do is grow playlist brands for other companies and record labels. But there, we've tried to kind of educate um, artists as well. There's uh, a great opportunity in, in being able to own a playlist. So you can feature oh, all absolutely. of your own songs in there. Yep. Yep. And um, and if you're able to be a good curator and, and, and create a good playlist and a good following, uh, that's a great asset to have in general. Um, so this is just a way to to grow that. And obviously the, the monthly listeners on that playlist are, are quite quite good in most cases too, especially yeah. if the curation is solid. Um, so that's what that campaign type is for. I think that's key. I think it's really important. And we tell all of our clients they should have, for example, on Spotify, an artist pick, which is their, their playlist. And yep. as you pointed out, some of them can get a lot of spins. But, but you're in control. So if you have a new track, you can put that maybe in the top five of that. And it can be your music. It can be things that influenced you. It can be a lot of different things, but we find that to be a really great tool. So talk a little bit about YouTube. I, I think you have Discover and InStream, right? Yeah. So the first question everyone asks is, uh, is this true view on Google? And the answer is yes. If anyone is, is uh, offering you YouTube views and it's not going through the Google ads platform, I would yeah. be highly suspect. I'd be very concerned with what they are doing or frankly, lack of what they're doing. Um, so yes, uh, the thing with Rise is uh, I have to come out and say it right away. You're gonna pay a higher cost per view for, for those campaigns, especially if you're a, a really expert advertiser on Google and you know what you're doing. Um, the thing is, it's going to save a huge amount of time. So a lot of people um, are using Rise uh, who are in digital advertising positions at their jobs. Um, and instead of having to log into Google Ads Manager every every day, kind of optimizing these keywords, doing all this stuff, right. um, checking on those campaigns, it's, it's going to be set up the campaign in one or two minutes, and then you don't have to think about it again. Right. And then you have um, the dashboard, right, where they can just go to one place and see what's going yeah, on on Rise. It, it, exactly what the results are there. Um, the second case is definitely, um, I should I should say not, I kind of feel like everyone has had to run YouTube ads at some point, but, um, but there are obviously lots of artists and people out there who just don't have the experience. Google Ads Manager is very complex. It's, it's an intense tool. Um, so this makes it, you know, very easy for, uh, for you to set up a YouTube campaign to promote a video. Um, and the YouTube platform's pretty awesome because, you know, in, in a lot of cases, you can even get your video to play before another video of a similar artist that you like. It's it's kind of able to do a lot of cool things like that. Um, yeah. So, you know, we we think that 
having this, you know, expertise, we've run countless, I couldn't even tell you how many views that our, our platform has done, but so we have a lot of data and expertise on that. Um, in-stream is uh, kind of exactly what it sounds like. Most people know what, what that is, um, but it's going to be that um, the video is going to play uh, before uh, or in the middle of another video as an interrupted type of ad. Um, I want to make a really clear point that not a lot of people think about. Um, on in-stream campaigns, the video is playing on another YouTube channel. So somebody went there to see one video and that's on that other YouTube channel. And then your video played as an ad. So if somebody wanted to interact with that, um, it it's difficult because there's not a like button, there's no subscribe button that stuff because it's on someone else's channel. They would have to you know, stop that video, go over to your sense. video or YouTube channel and then take those actions. So it's a cheaper cost per view and you can get more views for less. Um, discovery on the other hand is sort of the opposite. Um, a lot of it is uh, thumbnail and keyword uh, optimization on that. So you're getting people who click on that video intentionally, who go there because they have an interest in watching it, or it shows up with the similar videos, things like that. Yeah. Um, but the most important thing, it's a little higher cost per view, but you're getting that option to where people are watching the video on your YouTube channel. They can leave a comment, they can like subscribe, those types of things uh, right there on the video. So that's the difference between those two types Thank of campaigns. You. Yeah, that's true. Sure. That's super helpful. And then on the Instagram side, you have a couple, right? You have profile visit and you have engagement. Yep. So uh, they are at least one of those I feel is self-explanatory profile visits. Um, <laughs> same, same thing. Uh, there's always one thing that people uh, come to ask or expect. Um, how many followers can I get? Um, and the same thing uh, applies here is, is that's really concerning when people ask that guaranteeing follower growth on Instagram at this point in the game. And I'll admit there was a time when doing that was, was happening and it was great. And uh, it was awesome, you know, back in the day. Yeah. Um, these days with, with Instagram, I mean, guaranteeing follower growth, there's gotta be some sort of, you know, giveaway or bots or both, you know, there's something always kind of going on there. Um, so I like to make people understand that on a rise campaign, um, it can be a corollary benefit to see follower growth. And it, it always comes down to this. If your Instagram profile is performing well, and this is just for anyone on Instagram, before you run a campaign, adding money and doing a paid campaign is going to typically increase your followers, your engagement, all the things that everyone likes and expects to see. Sure. And it'll do a great job. If you have poor engagement, poor content, things just aren't going so good. And you think running a campaign is going to fix that. That's a, that's not the right expectation to have. Typically, you know, you'll see the spike in, in traffic and then, um, you know, it'll go back to how it was before and you won't feel like you really got a good use of that, of that got money. It. But to answer your questions though, about the campaign's profile visits um, on rise specifically, uh, this is something where you'll be providing your best possible asset to promote your content. So if you had a, a video clip or something that historically has been the most popular thing that you have, we typically recommend providing that as the asset, or if you could be have, you'd have more than one of those things. Those will get featured in the social ads. And as the goal suggests, we're driving traffic to the profile. Uh, people are swiping up or tapping, clicking to check out the profile, genuine interest based on that ad. They, they want to see more. So they're coming over to the profile 
And it's really up to them if they want to follow you or discover more content and stuff like that. But it's a really good way to introduce people who have never seen or heard of you before and get the profile in front of people. Um, and yes, you can grow followers. You can get engagement, stuff like that. Like I said, especially if your content is, is good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the engagements campaign is very specific. So I like to um, make, make it really clear what this is used for. Um, this was more of one of those things that people kept asking for something like this. So we, we created it um, on Instagram. It can be an already existing post uh, or a reel. And what you do is provide that link. It already needs to be on your profile. Um, typically this is when people are releasing a new song and they have that one promotional asset, like a clip of a music video or some sort of teaser or something mm -hmm. like that. And you want everybody to see that. Um, so that'll be on the profile already. And then what we'll be doing is putting all of the marketing focus into promoting that specific asset. So what we want to do is get engagements on that. We want people to see it, like it, comment it, share it, um, sure. put it on their story, those types of actions. And that's yep. what that campaign type is for engagements. Super helpful. And, oh, and, and there's, there is one other thing I, I should mention this sure. on that campaign type you will be able to enter, and not a lot of people realize this, you'll be able to enter a custom URL, any any, web, any website link you want. It could be to Linktree, it could be directly to Spotify profile, whatever you want. Um, and then the whole time that that engagement uh, campaign is running, people will be able to tap over and leave uh, that Instagram post and go over to whatever website you sent them to. So it's a great way to drive traffic to Spotify or whatever else from your, your Instagram engagement campaign. Great. Super helpful. So we've yeah. talked about Spotify. We talked about YouTube. You just covered Instagram. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about TikTok. Yeah. Brand new for us. Um, we had been waiting a long time for TikTok to sort of enable the the business manager aspect of, of being able to connect with different TikTok accounts, but we were ready to go um, the whole time. So very exciting for us. Um, to make this very easy um, for artists to create TikTok campaigns. Um, I want to just make a distinguishment. Like a lot of TikTok marketing is built around influencer stuff, which has right. obviously been very successful. Um, and, and anyone who gets the chance to do influencer campaigns and, and has the budget for it is, is a great opportunity. Um, at Rise, we always want to do something that is a different focus and offer something unique that you probably can't get necessarily somewhere else. And so on Rise, what we wanted to focus on is follower growth and engagements, just like Instagram. Um, <clears throat> so I find that a lot of the influencer campaigns have crazy high entry level, but I mean, two or $3,000 a lot of times. Um, and at the end of the day, you want people to discover your content, you know, follow you, that kind of thing. Um, the TikTok uh, ads platform is, is the newer, younger platform that's out there. And I think right now um, there are, they're making it very um, friendly to creators who want to get in front of people. And so um, right now is an amazing time to do campaigns before I think it inevitably becomes more expensive and difficult to reach people. Um, we are able to offer follower growth on TikTok and um, it's very similar to our Instagram campaigns, uh, except uh, the ads do allow us to get in front of enough people to actually guarantee a certain number of followers. Um, it's doing extremely well. So I saying this now on October, um, as of, as of lately, we have 
met or exceeded the highest end of our expected goals for these campaigns almost every single time. And so the results are phenomenal right now. It's kind of a good time to be building an audience there. Um, right now, it's all 100% US-based targeting, which is awesome. It's uh, it's just it's just great. And then, so that's the follower growth, obviously. In- yeah. Engagement, very similar to what I just described with Instagram. We're promoting an existing piece of content. Uh, again, most people are, um, and I'll give you a good example. Somebody had uh, submitted a campaign at some point was uh, people sitting around in a studio talking and <clears throat> you're pushing this in front of people who have never heard of you before, have no idea who you are. Um, there was very little engagement. There was very little followers. It's not, not doing so good. We switched the, the creative out for that campaign uh, to make it uh, this other post that was uh, obviously a really well-produced music video clip that had this song and stuff that took off, right? Um, so choosing the right asset for an engagement campaign is, is a really important thing to do. Um, but always thinking about it in terms of, hey, I'm putting my music out in front of people who have never heard of me before to try to get them to hear this, the music and discover us. Obviously, you want to use um, an asset like that for either of the engagement campaigns on, on Instagram or TikTok. But that's uh, yeah. that's the TikTok side as well. Yeah, I think that's super important because you've only got a few moments to capture somebody's attention and uh, we're all visual beings. So if you have a really great visual, we see that all the time and we test things. And I'm sure you see this too, where you may run a campaign and it may be the lead singer um, and we watch how that performs. And then we start another one that maybe starts on the guitar player, for example, and maybe one will way overperform another one. Um, So I would imagine working with rise you you have the opportunity to test things and to see what's working and what's not working which kind of leads me into kind of my final question which is talk a little bit about rise as being sort of this self-service type platform but also on the back end you've got a, a dashboard tell us what you can learn and what you look for in that dashboard Sure. So it is a self-service platform. Um, and I, I think that's a great uh, thing to, to quickly mention. A lot of tools are that are out there are exactly that. They're tools. And what that means is you need to log in and typically do it yourself. You're using a tool. So uh, that requires advertising expertise or software expertise, CRM type stuff. Like there's a lot of things out there where they provide you a tool for a few bucks or, or maybe even an expensive tool, but you need to know how then to use it and you got to use it yourself and run your own campaigns and do your own stuff. Yeah. Rise is sort of the opposite of that. Um, so I think, uh, I think you kind of nailed it with self-service uh, in the sense that um, you can go to the website 24 seven and create a campaign in, in a couple of minutes. Um, but I think it's important to note that um, you don't have to learn any tools or come back on and, and run your own campaigns or optimize or do these types of things. Um, it's very, uh, very much on autopilot for the artists is what we like to, to maintain. Um, in terms of the dashboard, um, we, we report um, every 24 hours, the metrics update, we report on what we uh, can guarantee and what is relevant to that campaign. So if we tell you um, this rise campaign is expected to earn you, you know, three to 500 new followers on Spotify, 
um, then the metrics that you're going to be looking at is exactly how many new followers came from Rise. So our um, the results that we're telling you are not an aggregate, you know, of this is how many followers. We're not taking credit for uh, followers that you gained elsewhere. Every one of the listeners that follows you on Spotify is individually connecting their Spotify profile to our app so we know who they are and that they followed you, that type of thing. So the dashboards, um, you know, it's reporting on follower growth, engagements. Um, a lot of a lot of the campaigns will be telling you uh, an estimated range of, of impressions or views, things like that from the ads, be seeing that. Um, on YouTube, it would be reporting how many views specifically came from the Rise campaign, um, those types of things. Um, we try not to report on metrics that could be uh, influencer changed outside of Rise. So if there's a, a metric that's more of like, this includes, you know, your organic reach or results from another paid campaign. We yeah. don't try to to muddy the waters and take credit for those types of things in our dashboard. Gotcha. Um, but we try to keep it very simple. So, you know, every 24 hours, those metrics are updated. You can kind of see the progress of the campaign. Um, and then there's obviously, you know, just some, the basics. Obviously, we send out status updates about the status of your campaign. Um so you'll be able to get email notifications about where it's at in the process. Um, you can log in anytime to check the metrics. There's obviously a support ticketing system in, in there. So sometimes people have questions about their campaigns or maybe there was a technical issue with, you know, a video asset, you know, not getting approved or something like that for an ad. Um, so we have, you know, support tickets for that. Um, but I think the most important thing to mention on the back side of the dashboard is that, um, a lot of uh, these platforms or tools are sort of, um, it's sort of a black box in terms of having a human element to it. So I, I've been a big believer in in having like a, a, a real team of people with faces to be behind all of this. Um, so I think it's important to say that if you have, um, if anyone has a problem and they reach out to someone, you know, it, it's, it's a real person that's contacting us, you know, contacting you back. Um, every campaign that comes through, people complain a little bit sometimes about how, how it might take a couple days before a campaign goes live from the time that they submitted it. A huge reason why that exists is we have a real person that is going to go in and verify that that campaign set up correctly, optimize some things for you automatically without you having to really worry about it and making sure that it's set up to be the best that it can be for that campaign and then, you know, pushing it forward from there. So, you know, it could be a completely automated machine where a person never even looks at it, but I, I try to maintain that. Um, and I think that's a really important thing that, um, you know, not a lot of companies offer yeah. or do. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Tim, where can people learn more about rise? Where can people uh, learn more about you? Um, where should they go? I think the website is, is the best place to go um that the website has like you i think you mentioned earlier there's a explainer video um we have a breakdown of every platform and every campaign type within that platform on the website um there's tons of faqs questions and things like that um so i think rise.la would be the best place to start um you'd be surprised people people um say this way more often than you'd think, but they would hear about it. They'd go to the website and then they would then email us and say, Hey, I want to run this Spotify campaign or this YouTube campaign. Who do I need to talk to? Um, 
I think it's worth mentioning. <laughs> There's a, a create button on the top right of the website. It says create. Uh, that's the place to create a campaign uh, for anyone. You would have to do that uh, even if you talk to us first. Um, so the create button is the best place to go. And I, I also recommend to people, if they're just curious about pricing, what sure. the goals or optimizations are, click the create button, choose the platform on that screen right there, enter in your name and email address and click next. The screen's following that. You'll be able to um, see what the different um, types of uh, campaign options and goals are. You'll actually be able, on every campaign, you'll be able to type in a budget uh, and then see in advance what the expected results are for that campaign, those types of things before you ever even pay for a campaign. So yeah. um, even playing around with the create tool before you uh, you know, pay for a campaign and go live is something that anyone can do anytime. Yeah. Um, so that's really the best thing. Um, finally, uh, there's, a, there's a link on there called meeting. So you could set up a meeting. Um, if you're not a customer yet, we try to um, have you know, short phone call windows available that. Um, so I was just mentioning the meeting link. So um, if I always encourage people go to the website, play with the create tool first, read about the campaigns on the website. And after all of that, if you still have questions or you, you just really want to talk to somebody, maybe have a unique, um, you know, situation going on, you want to ask some specific questions, um, you can definitely go to the meeting link on the website and set up um, a quick introductory call with somebody from our team. And, you know, we'll jump on there and, and answer questions and, and see if there's anything else that we can help with before starting a campaign. Um, typically, we like to make sure that's for people who are not already customers. So we give people a chance who don't know a lot about Rise to kind of talk to us. Um, for everyone else that has campaigns live, I think it's really important to say, got to use the support ticket system uh, or else uh, it will never be able to solve your <laughs> right. problems if we right. have to get on the phone every time. So yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that meeting link is great for, for people right. who are brand new to this. Tim, thanks so much for joining me today. This has been super educational. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks I for encourage our fun. audience to get in there and just try it and ping me. Let me know how it goes. Um, continued success, Tim. I appreciate you coming on, man. You too. I really appreciate your time. This has been awesome. All right. Thank you. Take care. Visit discmakers.com to place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use promo code FREEBIZ and get free shipping. Up to a $150. Professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship this opportunities. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com. And by jessicamarsvoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.